So we're sitting here at the Loggia, the second floor of Scruffy City Hall on Market Square, less than an hour away from the first round of the Band Eat Band contest. I'm sitting with the proprietor, the uh, the Scott West of the West Family Bars. Uh, and Hello, Ryan. It's a very exciting time. You're bringing this competition back. I'm excited to be part of it and to be helping uh, judge this. Happy to be raising money for Empty Stocking Fund as well. Yep. Uh, Scott, I guess just to start out, tell me. This isn't a new idea. This is something that happened before, and now you're yep. bringing it back, right? It was. We uh, we had a, a competition. I, I didn't realize until recently. I'm like, I, I started remembering it. I'm like, that was a really cool contest. We called it Band Eat Band Competition. Like a shark eating another shark, Band Eat Band. Right. That sounded really brutal, like a kind of a cool rock and roll band competition. So we called it Band Eat Band 10 years ago. and I, Back then, I called it the $3,000 Band Eat Band Competition. 10 years later, I'm like, you know, I'm going to bring that back. Now it's the $25,000 Bandit Band competition, so it's a little bigger than it used to be, but I think that the idea behind it is essentially the same, which is 10 years ago, I saw us as the absolute incubator of local music. Now, we would do live music 365 nights a year. Most of the time, it's local bands, so I kind of feel like as a guy who's been in a, a local band for more time than most of these bands have been alive, I know that you don't practice unless you have a show or a recording date. That's, at least that was true for me. So two days before we had a show, then I started practicing. Just kidding. But anyway, so the, the idea being that if we have all these shows, then bands practice and, and the, right. the music scene grows, which it did. And so the other thing about that, that, that kind of poured you know, kerosene on the fire is by doing the bandy band competition, you, you up the ante, the stakes. So then the bands are practicing harder and more and more bands are getting into it because now it's not just getting paid for a night. Now you're going for a big payday. The final band that wins it all will be winning like five thousand dollars cash the night of. So the idea being that you 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 have this journey that allows me as someone who's I've lost my finger on the pulse like I had it ten years ago, and there's a whole lot of new fresh blood. <laughs> there's chum in the waters. Right. There's lots of blood in the waters. No, there's lots of new blood in in music in Knoxville that I'm not familiar with. So by doing the Bandit Band competition, it's fascinating to me. How many bands have, have submitted applications to be in this that I have never heard of? How many bands are there total? I mean, I've saw the list, too. I've, I mean, I've had about 60 bands um, uh, enter. Or, but, of course, I don't think we have room for 60. We've, we've uh, not been able to pick. I wanted to give bands plenty of time because this will be going over a few months, as you know. Every Thursday night in Scruffy City Hall, three bands enter, one band leaves. Maybe two. We'll see what happens. Yeah, right? because there's you and I and a couple other folks are going to judge but if a band brings a lot of fans in, they have the ability to vote for their favorite band. So your band can go move forward if your fans outvote the band that the judges scored highest for. So if we choose band number one, you and I, and right. our other judges. And we might butt heads too, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll come yeah, to That's right. We will butt heads. Yeah. Last, last time I did this, there were almost fist fights. <laughs> But you're a lot bigger than me, so I'm going to try to avoid that. But but we had we we had we had these arguments every every night over the over who's you wouldn't think that would happen, but it was pretty heated. So so what happens this time is we'll have one band that will move forward based on the judges' pick. But if the audience disagrees with us, then two bands move forward. That's why I have three bands every week, right? Because now uh, we can have one usually, but sometimes two bands right. move forward. Right, right. And we're going to do that every week until the end of December, and then we'll see where we are before we go into the semifinals and, and get ready towards the grand finale, which will be part of Moonrise in the City, which is when I'm bringing back uh, something similar to Sundown in the City, which everybody remembers very fondly. 
thousands of people enjoying spectacularly big bands like Steve Winwood and George Thurgood and, and the Whalers, etc. So we'll do something like that down in our new space by World's Fair Park and Luniverse Knoxville. And one of those Moonrise in the City nights is going to be band, band finale. That's awesome. Yeah, and I was going to say, four finalists. the last time I had you on the podcast, I think we were talking about Luniverse, and it was uh, a yeah. moonshot idea, I think is what we said back then, that is, it seems to be I moving totally along that. a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, and it's going to Well, be- you know, we, we've been ready to open since March 17. Yeah. Think about that. March 17th. Yeah, I was going to say, March Bureau, hasn't happened yet, but that's we're going back. No, 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 a long time. Yeah, yeah. This past year, 2023, March 17th. So the craziest thing to me is that the bureaucratic hurdles of opening a business that's been a nightclub for over 30 years are un- – it's unbelievable. I can't I, – I really – I'm stunned. I've opened 26 businesses in downtown Knoxville. We've developed over 12 buildings in downtown Knoxville, all historic buildings, all businesses that we owned – and it's taken us over a year to reopen a nightclub that already existed. Talk about being an incubator for live music. Yep. And you talk about all the different kinds of music. You're talking about DJs, international. I mean, I, you know, as, as part of being a judge, I had a chance to listen through some of the initial people that submitted. And one of the things I've been impressed with is just the diversity of music. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I've seen everything. I mean, across the spectrum from comedy acts to metal to, I mean, like straight up just, you know, just one person and a guitar that's entering this competition, yep. which I think is really cool. Uh, Speaking I mean, of, I'll probably do a songwriter competition after this which will allow for singer-songwriters to, to make a couple thousand bucks and, and make a big competition out of that because there are a lot of singer-songwriters in this town that would, would love the opportunity to compete as well. So we'll probably do that next. Always thinking ahead. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I guess, you know, in addition to us being judges, I know people that get to walk through the door are going to have a chance to vote. And again, like you said, this is every Thursday, food and drink, get yep. a vote. In addition to that, I think I mentioned at the top, you know, the empty stocking fund and a couple other charities. Uh, well, Jack Neely is the guy that provides us with all the fascinating history of, of places like, for instance, Luniverse is on Asylum Avenue. So I'm calling Thursday nights are going to be called Asylum 801. Asylum is the name of the street historically, just like International is the name of the building historically. So, so we just, we'll have all kinds of fun tie-ins historically, which I'm, I learned those things from Jack Neely who is part of the Knoxville History Project. You can learn so, a lot from Jack So that's Neely. one of the, that's one of the, yeah, that's one of the, the uh, charities as well. And then my wife is all, is all about pets and animals. So Young Williams Animals Center, will be, Shelter Center will be. And of course, third. I'll make the plug for the Empty Stocking Fund. Yep. Uh, I got to do it. That's I mean, your guy's baby. Yeah, I know. I mean, we've been doing this. Knoxville News Sentinel's been doing it since 1912. 100% volunteer run every year. 111 years. Yeah, that's quick math. I'm impressed. Uh, That's but a lot of years. You know, more than 8,000 people we help out every year with uh, a holiday ham and a week's worth of groceries for families in need locally. So um, you'll have the chance whenever you come here and check yep. it out to, to choose which uh, place you want to put your money towards to get yep. that vote and make sure your band moves along. And Yeah, we'll be generating many thousands of dollars for the Empty Stocking Fund via this contest. It will generate uh, quite a bit of money for all the charities. Empty Stocking Fund is going gonna, is gonna, to, we're definitely going to be able to feed some families from this thing. So it's going to be a good deed as well as a good time. Well, aside from uh, helping out people, which is, is really, really important, I'm glad that there's such a charity element to this. What are you most excited about with, with this competition? I mean, this is the first night. Basically, you know, I've been booking bands for Preservation Pub for over 20 years. So I look forward to getting my finger back on the pulse. I feel like I've, to some degree, I've kind of backed off. And I'm, I'm, it's more about sending out contracts all the time without really experiencing the music. So I'm really looking forward to just experiencing live music 
not as a judge. I mean, I'm, I'm going to experience it as a as a, a fan. So yeah. I look forward to really getting back into the music scene with this. I'm excited about that too. I mean, a lot of the Knoxville artists I, I find out about whenever they're on the verge of making it big. I mean, we've had a Deem the Artist and Bristol Maroney both on the podcast before. Yeah. It's going to be really cool to see. You know, yeah, yeah it'll it's be on the fun verge. To see five years from now, you'll say, you know what? I knew when I saw that guy band yeah. band that I knew they were going to make it. So that'll be fun to be able to say that, even though, of course, you can say that. 99 times and the hundredth time is when you'll be right right because there's some amazing talent that are never they're never going to be famous but some of the best music you're ever going to see is going to be in a little club like preservation pub or scruffy city hall they're never going to make it they're never going to be like avid brothers stomped a hole on our stage Kay's the elephant uh projectile vomited from the stage <laughs> chris stapleton and the johnson brothers played here you don't know which ones it's going to be though you you think you would know but there are so many bands that have played on these stages that i thought we're going to be the next big thing. And it wasn't them. It could have been, though. But it was someone else equally deserving, perhaps. But my point is, the best shows you'll ever see in your life are going to be on the small stages. I've seen Avid Brothers at Bonnaroo, and I've seen them at Tennessee Theater. I'm telling you, the best show was when they stomped a hole in the stage at Preservation Pub. Right. Because the energy was incredible, incredible. And that's what you get in a small room. You get that intimacy that you'll never see on these massive stages. You can't get it. One thing I did want to ask about was uh, just this, the idea of a battle of the bands. I mean, it seems like, I feel like, you know, I grew up and, you know, I saw it in movies and yep. I feel like it kind of went away for a while. I don't know what it was. I mean, can you just talk about, I mean, the, just the idea of, of this head to head competition and what that brings out of people. Cause it's something that a lot of people haven't experienced and it's really cool that it's, it's being a, you know, back. what happens, what I remember from last time, <laughs> it's very good, but I also remember because I'm, I'm not real, I'm not real big on conflict. You know, I'll do it if I have to, but right. what happens is there's conflict So you because they really want to win. So some of these competition nights, it gets pretty intense because they both have a big crowd of people and they both really want to win and their fans don't want to hear that somebody else won. And now there's, and now there's three of them too. Now you've got yeah. three crowds of people. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Some <laughs> Triple nights threat it's really match. obvious and yeah. everybody's cool with it, but then there will be nights where we're going to be like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And there have been regrets too. I've been judging on this. And I, you know, one regret I remember, the, the, I think it was the finale, and I, and if I had it to do again, I, I would have had two winners. The theorists were, you know, uh, uh, good guy collective nowadays. Yeah, I was to say Jay Bush has been on the podcast I wish, before. I wish I had made it a co-victory, but uh, but uh, anyway, I, that's just not how we did it. But it was that it was so close and it was so in, intense that I that I felt guilty for years over it. So so that's the negative side is that you have to pick a winner, which you don't you don't always want to pick a winner. A lot of times you want two people to win, which you can't. It's like if you're in a boxing match, you can't have two winners. You know, you got to have one winner. And, so that's what it is. And remind again the the winning prize. I know we call this a twenty five. You're calling this twenty five thousand dollars. Twenty five thousand dollars plus Scruffy City Bandit Band competition. So every single comp like you, normally you get in a competition, they don't pay you. Right. I pay the bands as if they're playing a show tonight. I give them the I give them pizza and beer and pay them. You know. So uh, so it's like they're playing a normal show. And then when we get to the next round, they get paid twice as much. And the round after that, they'll get paid uh, twice as much as that. And then when you get to the finale, you're going to have all four bands in the finale. We'll be at Band Eat Band at, as part of Moonrise in the City. First place will get like 5000 Second place will get 3000 Third place, two. Fourth place, 1000 So the last place is going to get 1000 bucks on the final show. So, so there's not going to be a loser. Right. Plus, the people that play these shows, I'm going to be booking them. The, 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 uh, most of the bands that play this are going to get more shows out right, of it right, right, because right. I'm going to know who they are now. 
And that's how you get booked is when once the booking agent knows you. So once I know these guys, they're all going to get to play. You had so me a beer and pizza. That was good <laughs> enough for me. Yep, beer and pizza. Well, for people that want to keep up with, with one, obviously, Bandy Band, I've seen it all over social media. I know you got events on Scruffy City Hall's yep. Facebook page. But for people that just want to keep up with all things uh, yep. Scruffy City, I mean, you're talking Scruffy City Hall, Press Pub, Tommy Trent. Yep. ScruffyCity.com. ScruffyCity.com yep. is the best that, place. That's where we have, you know, we have a lot going on. We've got Tommy Trent, our sports saloon. We've got the live music scene and the live entertainment scene with Scruffy City Hall and Preservation Pub plus the rooftops. And then down uh, with the magical, glittery part of our universe, we have Bernadette's Crystal Gardens and Alice in Appalachia. So, so we have the signature cocktails and glitter and magic with those places and then, and then more, more of the live music scene with Scruffy and Pub and, and then sports with, with Tommy. So we, we got a lot going on. Awesome, Scott. Well, I appreciate it. It's always fun to have you here on the podcast. Always great to talk. And we're just a few minutes yep. away now from the very first round of this competition. So that just about does it here for the scruffy stuff. Another great episode and conversation with Scott West. As always, the podcast is brought to you by Knox News. So head on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offers and support local journalism today. You'll get unlimited access to all of our downtown news, entertainment news, and Knoxville and across East Tennessee in addition to business news, politics, sports, anything you could possibly want to know about your community, you will find over at knoxnews.com. And while we appreciate your support here on the podcast, you can take that support a step further by clicking that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to let us know what you like about the show and what you'd like to hear us talk about next. That'll also give you notification every time a new episode drops. Or you can just come back here on Tuesdays. We're here every week. And before you sign off, go ahead and check out that podcast description. There'll be a link to two things there. One is the Urban Knoxville Facebook group. Just answer a few short questions to get in that group and start joining the downtown discussion. And the other link is to the Urban Knoxville newsletter, which comes out every Friday. To keep up with me, in the meantime, you can give me a follow on Instagram at Scruff, And my email is always open. It's ryan.wilusz at knoxnews.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again next week. Stay scruffy, Knoxville.